It's the Breaking Atoms podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, a.k.a. Hove. And my name is Chris Mitchell, a.k.a. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I threw you off with it, didn't you? Didn't, you weren't yeah. expecting it. You were expecting a failed homo sapien, yeah. you know, you were, you know, okay. him out of the right. south. I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Come on, man. We, we, just, we just call you Brooklyn's finest, right? You can do that. You can do that. Yeah. We just call you Brooklyn's finest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll take it, man. AKA Brooklyn's finest, man. Like, what's, what? that's me, bruv. You know, two in one. What can I say? What can I say? Listen, we, we'll, we'll keep that. We'll keep that. But um, hey, man, we've got a great episode. But before we get into the episode with evidence, we should just say um, congratulations to you, bro. And um, and to everyone at Breaking Atoms for an incredible series of Brooklyn's finest. Same to you, bro. Our first original podcast, which has done some bits. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. And it's and it's really good that we have to follow on from that an absolute certifiable legend in hip hop. And as we said in the intro to to evidence, someone that we've you know grown up on as as as, as, as in our childhood, we've grown up on on evidence, and he's blessed us blessed us with so much. So we are very honoured and, and proud to have him. So yeah, man, we've got to speak to evidence, bro. Remember, bucket list. You said it. You said it, bro. Like, you said it. I want evidence. Evidence. Yeah. Every time I listen to um expansion team before live on stage, oh. coming to the stage. Rocker era science evidence. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, evidence has got uh, an incredible new album coming out. I'm learning. You know, it's out now. We talked to him. Oh yeah, by this point it's out. Yes, of course. Yes, Come on, sorry. Man. See, Come on, that's the, Come that's on, the like... thing about pre-recording, right? Yes. That's the thing about pre-recording. Um, but he has an incredible album out right now. Um, shout out to Andy too. Um, and whole rhyme says as well appreciate you mm-hmm. um but this is an incredible project man come on man this is if you if you love evidence and even if you haven't you haven't even if you don't listen to this this is something you need to need to take in this is there's some bars some great beats it's um it's a work of art man so peace to, to evidence i can't wait for people to hear this one man me too man Let, let's 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 get to it bruv let's get to it and absolutely this is evidence evidence breaking atoms <laughs> Breaking Atoms podcast. Check it out. It's another special episode of the Breaking Atoms podcast. We are in the presence of greatness. This is bucket list, and I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hide it and share it. When we first talked about Breaking Atoms, Chris said to me, "Yo, evidence." That was one of the top names, and I'm pleased and honoured and humbled that we have Ev in the building with us today. Ev, how you doing, man? Great, thank you all for having me. For real, man, that's what's up. well. We, we listen. We have to salute. We we um we do this kind of um we do this stand thing where we salute our heroes, but not in the very stanny way. Like not the like we don't go too extra. We just want to salute and give flowers to those while they're here. Um, and you've you have no idea the the joy you have given us for the music you have given throughout your whole career and you'll continue to do, you have to understand that has an impact on us because we live this culture as you do too. Sure. So this is very important to us. So we, we, we appreciate you. Congrats on the album Unlearning is fire, fire. And we'll get, we'll, we will get into things. I'm, I'm not a musician by any stretch of the imagination. My AKA is the failed homo sapiens, <laughs> right? So 
for you transitioning i'm always you know curious to know about how does someone transition to album mode and what was the first song recorded and how did that set off the tone for the rest of the album um first song for this album was the last song where are we going from here i've been performing that song for a few years now like well, two and um yeah it would go over crazy because it would be the one time in my set where i got a lot of crazy i just calm it down after like some some bigger beat ever and i go into that without a explanation and no one knows it and then there's a long intro and i just let it rock and then i would do my rhyme and when i'm when i was finished every time it would be be like applause like a like a performance kind of applause though different than than the normal thing so i was i i felt like i was onto something with that so i knew that song was special and that kind of drove the narrative of the record sonically um it's produced by my my friend one of the illest seb and um he got two joints on here he also did shark smell blood and he got a, a just a crazy sound like production wise i'm super inspired by him and uh yeah, I think with any album, once you kind of get one thing that you feel is maybe a little special or a little different than what you've done previous, um, it can excite you into into building onto that. Okay, interesting. Now, I'm looking in history and someone that you roll with quite frequently, we see in the credits, we also credits people, is Van, Stephen Vanasco. And yeah. given his history, his history in making videos, how did you get him to go, right, I've left that career behind now, but I'm going to start doing videos again and, and it's for you. I understand why, because you're a legend, but how, what was that conversation like to get him to do videos for you again, given his history um, where he was like, I'm done with this now? Uh, I met him through Instagram, you know, so when I met him, you know, we were shooting fucking sunsets, let's be honest. You know what I mean? And shit like that. And so, um, <laughs> you know, uh, he was good. He knew what to do with the camera. I liked the way he shot. And that was cool. And I met a bunch of people through Instagram who some played a part later in my life, like he did. Um, but yeah, I got to know him for a while and then just became somebody I, I started talking to more. My story is crazy with him, but the the uh, I was thinking if there was anything previous and there wasn't. There there was a the song I have, Throw It All Away, which was the first single for my last album. Uh, I, I was taking too long to make the album and my friend Ian was over here. He, um, he produced, uh, won't give up the danger on the new album I have right now. And, um, he was like, yo, you're just sitting on this song. Just go shoot a video for it and throw it out. Like, and he was like, it's going to rain tomorrow. And we're looking at the forecast. So I was like, dope. And he had been doing this shit called, um, I think it's called in the streets. If I'm not mistaken, correct me, you can Google it or whatever, but he does shit where he finds uh, musicians on the street and then, records them makes a beat out of it and then goes back and gives them money for using it and um some guy shot it who i like the way he did it so i called the guy and i was like yo it's gonna be pouring fucking rain tomorrow and he was like i'll be there bet and so i wake up at 4 30 in the morning to get there for 6 a.m to get ready because it's gonna be pouring and we need that first light and uh he just didn't show up man he just flaked and so I had, I knew nobody else. So I called Van, Stephen Vanasco and I was like, yo, I'm sitting here in the fucking rain. <laughs> Will you come shoot this for me? And so we, that was the video. That was how we started. And we just been doing a lot of videos since he let like, uh, it lets me be an extension of it because we edit it together or sometimes. And, uh, yeah, I feel like it's, we're both working on it. Dope. So if I'm, I'm the MC guy and, um, when I listen to your stuff, you always get me thinking, um, on shark smell blood. You said a lot of my traits come from Brooklyn. And the way my shows are looking, 
I'm going to see a lot of booking. Did you catch the next line? I, I did, yes. I just wanted you to just kind of clarify what you mean by that because you're a California dude, even though you do get a lot of love on the East as well. What, what did you mean by that in particular? I'll get to that. But after the next line, there's it, it a playoff, you know, and the way things are looking, I'm going to see Central booking, which is... That's, um, I, I know, I know. Classic, yep, big noise. Uh, deep shit. The, I'm, my family is from Brooklyn. Both both parents are from Brooklyn. So I was, I would go to um, Orny Kid, but for summer, for I think majority of elementary school and even into junior high school, I would spend my summers in Brooklyn. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, I just felt like it shaped me a lot of ways. I heard rap music, Run DMC in New York. It's different. It's different. Yeah, definitely, definitely. More lyrics though. Um, delay the time. Anything I'm not known for, I'm known for owning. I interpreted that as, you know, in terms of I thought of influence. You know, sometimes people are very influential and they they create styles or they, you know, they may not be known for it, but they're the kind of creators and the originators of it. That's what I interpreted. That's the message I got from it. What did you mean when you wrote that? There's certain things that certain people wanted me to do, maybe that may be more ambitious or maybe you want to rap like this. Or you want me to make this kind of thing. And I'm just saying, even though even though I know maybe I could do some of that stuff, I'm I'm like I'm owning up to it, basically, you know, saying like, yo, I'm, I'm known for I, I'm known. I'm I'm hearing you. I, I, I'll, I'll own that, you know, if that's what that means to. But I'm still going to do it. Got you. OK. All right. Straight to the point. Summit over to you. So on the, on TaylorMade Suit, you, you speak of a friend um, kind of telling you not to be too personal in your lyrics. And um, vulnerability in, in rap, you know, sometimes it's kind of almost taboo. People, you know, veer away from it. Some people get criticised for it, for doing that or not doing that, for example. How did you get to a place where you felt open to being more vulnerable in your music? Um, that, you know, it, it started with death. My mom passed away. I tried to make a song for her and put it on our dilated album and it felt weird. And so then I said to myself, damn, I don't even have enough identity to where I can do that. You know, it, I mean, I could do it. Rocket and Babu were all for me putting that song on the record. There was no creative pullback. I just felt like this feels fucking weird. I was like, I want to make a solo record, you know, and that's what, that song is what made me do a solo record. So I was like, how can I be me more, you know? And so there was never any holdback, any compromise, anything in a group sometimes being different walks of life, different from different ages, different sides of town, we would find common themes that we could all agree on and rap about, you know, and wanted to be able to fall on my face or have success and find out really. So that was really what it was. So sometimes it's like, yo, like that dude was telling me, like, I know you feel bad for yourself, you know, and you should not feel bad for yourself. You should recognize you've gone through some shit, but you don't need to fucking keep, you know, a lot with that. And I was like, you're right about that. And then that threw me back because I was I was really coming with my heart because um, I was like, fuck, well, I'm writing that again. But that's true to my story right now. It's hard to pretend you're happy when you're not. And then eventually through some of it and and made it and, and kind of found a place where I felt like the pain is there, struggle is there, obvious, up in a corner or asking for sympathy. I'm just, hey, we all bring their strength in that. And that's where I, I felt like I, I got to that place where I hope 
y'all tell me because it's it's how it's the audience takes it but i felt like it didn't as you know feel bad for me record no it didn't and i think it's important that we you first you got as a as a creative as a as a human period you've got to do what you feel is right for you in the in that moment right and i think what we have to do is get to a place where we don't enforce our our or project our views onto people and their creativity because that stifles that from from you being who you are you will open up more doors not only for yourself but the those who are listening and like you said it'll build strength on that and and dealing with any type of death um and i say any type of death but from different people whether it's a friend personal member you know family member distant cousin whatever it is it's very difficult and it has impact on everyone and so what we need to get to a place to is where we can be more vulnerable about all different things not just about death but who we are what we're going through through because it can only build it can only build strength in all of us but also help to get the music and the culture to thrive even more because we have to be more vulnerable if we don't talk to each other how do we know what we're going through and how do we understand these things do you know what i'm saying and so this is why it's so powerful so thank you for that i i see you've linked up with um mutant academy a couple of times so you worked with gray matter on the on the the lucy and Fly Anakin's on the album. I'm a big fan of Mutant Academy. How did you you come across them? Um, I have Fly Anakin came through the crib, uh, by Twitter or whatever else, just follows, you know, f- hearing something I like from somebody and then clicking it, you know, and then going in, just what up, wow, okay, cool. And then building a relationship a little bit. Then you're in town, pull up and putting up a beat and he killing it. And I'm like, okay, it's dope, real. Um, I like I like excited about things I just don't know about right away. And then when you meet the genuine and, and like solid people, it, it makes it all the more better, you know, and then Gray Matter coming through him and I um, had a cool relationship, uh, had a cool relationship prior to meeting and then meeting him once again and dope. Um, yeah, I just like creatives and they they kind of have a different mentality it's from inside of town country. <laughs> and. Uh, like people on this album or people who are here or mine as well have been here if, if they didn't do it here. And so um, we ha- I have a four that's coming out um, with Fly Anakin that I produced both sides, put out and um, yeah, just n- honest collaboration. Yeah, but I sometimes think when even when things are different, there's this kind of um, this common ground you can you can meet and the two worlds come together. That's always exciting for me. I mailed in. It's real. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I, and I can feel that. So yes, yeah, one of my definitely one of my favorite songs on the album. We know you have an eye, uh, an ear for music, MC. You also have an eye for detail in photography. I'm quite interested to know if there's any kind of, I guess, something that complements each other. So having an eye in, in detail for photography and an ear for detail as a producer and how that complements each other, because there's something visionary about those things, right? You you can see a framing, you can see how a song will work. How do they complement each other and how have you developed? How does one help the other to, to be better? Uh, um, in any way that art does, you know, the, the same way painting would or anything else, you know, there's a an idea and then execution and then maybe touching it up and same shit for everything. But the, um, what's so important to me is the visual aspect of music is I came up on the UMTV raps era or rap city era. And in that time I got to hear a lot of songs for the first time while I was watching the song. And so that really changed narrative of it. It didn't allow me to wander. It 
told me and informed me immediately, clothes you're wearing, dance you're doing, what your people look like, what your city looks like, and so much more powerful than just audio. And so for me, then it can really, really sell a song if it's, uh, it's good. How do you feel about, I guess, what moods are you into using the MPC versus the ASR 10? Uh, the MPC is right here right now. That's had the ASR up a couple of days ago. And now it's uh, back on the wall. It's back on the wall, too, yeah. You can see it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, I'm in love with the sound of the ASR, and I hate everything else about it. So it's like, uh, <laughs> if I'm using it now, um, I know the 3000 is the best sounding MPC. But I really like the 2000 XL sound, but I didn't like the functions of it, so it was discouraging to me. And then I got the 2500, which I like the sound the least, but I love the functions of it. So you just right. can't have it all. That's what it's uh, what they're telling me. Basically, <laughs> basically. It's, it's how they make it to keep making keep making you buy the new one or the new version. Yeah, it's fucked up, Mister Evidence. I um I want to I want to time travel for a bit as a fan. I want to take you back to when I first heard you. One of my all time favorite hip hop albums, like "Bury Me with My Copy," and I mean this. Focus Daily by Defari. That mm-hmm. album is incredible. And when I heard, I didn't know it was you at the time, when I heard this person say, I'll come whack when LL loses the hat, better yet catch me with feds when Jordan grows dreads. I was like, oh my days, <laughs> who is that? Then I found out it was you. LL took off the hat though, so that shit is all fucked up. Yeah, but you know what though? Like <laughs> Mr. Michael Jordan has not grown dreads. No, he he never will. So the line still applies. Yeah. It still applies. Yeah. But no, I, I love that album. It means a lot to me. And you're heavily involved in it. Like you produced more than half of it. Have you got any memories from the Focus Daily Sessions? And what does that album mean to you in terms of your discography? That was huge for me. And we made really good stuff right off the bat. The Bionic record, which we made first, was the first ABB release, which set off Defari going to Tommy Boy, Dilated Peoples later going to Capitol, Little Brother going to Atlantic. Like ABB was, that was the first release, you know? And so we we set it off. And then then we had Defari on Dilated Peoples' first single, Third Degree. So a lot of people thought he was in our group because the first single we came out was a feature on. And so, yeah, he was like funded just right off the bat, like part of everything. And then for him to get the deal with Tommy Boy and to uh, and to trust me, you know, like with with decisions when I really didn't know what I was doing technically, but my ear was still guiding me um, and let me run with that shit. And, you know, also the the guy who produced the demo also still gets hired to get money when he gets the record deal. That side of it too, like came through. I bought a BMW like in full, you know, like some like, you know, early, early shit, you know, like exciting. And, um, and then also got to mix in big studios and fly to New York and work with Tom Coyne and learn mastering and huge lesson. And um, yeah, like a moment, a moment. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I, lo- I love the album. It means it means a lot to me. Tom Coyne, bro. Tom Coyne, man, what a legend! Legend. He did so much. He did so much. He did so much. Like he mixed and mastered so much music. Not even just rap music, but just generally music in general. He was he was prolific, man. I was that's crazy. It's crazy. Um, we're from the UK. You haven't you have an ear. Any artists from the UK that are catching your your ear at the moment in 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 the evidence world? 
anyone you like from the UK? Like millions. You have got, you have got, um, you know, just, yeah, just, you've got Merkage Dave on the album. That was an interesting feature. Yeah, that was, um, I was looking for something to do with us. I asked Slug from Atmosphere, what you, give me advice. What should I do here? And he led me to him, which was crazy. And uh, I sent him a Twitter DM, not even Instagram, just Twitter. And he came to my show at Jazz Cafe. He turned out to be a solid dude, man. He looked out for me. So I owe him some beats now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. We need, we need to hear that evidence. We're not going to keep you too much longer because we know, we know you're busy, but I've got one last question to ask you. Yeah. Can you give me, I know we've had like a, it's been a really interesting time in human history, particularly in the last couple of years. And can you give me one example of something that you've had to unlearn as an artist during this period? It could just even be a moment where you say, you know what? I didn't see it like that. I'm going to do this from now on. Keep the first take more. I always do the first take and then re-kick it and re-kick it. And, and I end up performing it, you know? So just going to end up keeping the first one. Okay. Keeping it raw, keeping it, keeping that spontaneous energy. Yeah, I'm the same. I always um record, 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 record. And then I end up going back to the first or second take anyway. So, so we're on the same page. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you think about it less it comes from a it's instinctive you're you know you you know what to do and then if you go for the second third take sometimes you're overthinking it and that little thing can change your inflection it's not supernatural anymore it's just now it's something else it's a nice hip-hop reference too dope dope evidence man we appreciate you and like we said man you were one of the people we wanted one of the people we really wanted to speak to um one of my favorite hip-hop memories is when i when i was in a group with my guy and the promoter said you remind me of dilated peoples i will never forget that that was an official stamp for me, even though we were nowhere near as good as you. But we, we love you and we appreciate you. Thank you Yo, so thank much. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate you so much. Honestly, let's go. Peace to evidence once again for blessing us, man. Yeah, we got we got in some nerdy talk. We got in some some deep talk and we got in some lyrics. You evidence. Know, so. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm, I'm not going to lie. This new album is really impressive, man. It is. It is. It's really impressive. And I think evidence is he's really racking up a discography in the culture where it's it's very serious yeah it's yeah. very serious there's yeah. some amazing projects in there there's a couple of classics in there in my opinion mm-hmm. then you've got to think about the stuff that he's just produced mm-hmm. you know that's really? not necessarily an evidence project like you know we mentioned the far right far right yeah um no nah, evidence is um he's special man he is he's that, special i agree special. That, that i agree with he is special he's welcome back anytime and we appreciate it, man honestly you know he's he's killing it with the photography the music production, the lyrics is just, he is, um, he's what we need in, in, in the culture. He's absolutely what we need in the culture. So man, like so, evidence. Exactly. Salute him. But you can follow us on social media at break the atoms, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Chris's Instagram and Twitter is at I am kinetic minds is at hip hop chronicle. We appreciate all the fans from across the world for checking in. We appreciate you salute and saluting you, uh, in supporting our, Brooklyn's finest documentary. Seriously, seriously, people, people came out and supported us, man. Yeah, like yeah. never seen anything like that. And I've been doing music and podcasting for nearly, you know, a decade, decade and a half. I've never seen yeah. anything like that, man. So yeah, we appreciate them because you know, without them, we'd just be two guys talking in a mic. That's right. That that's absolutely true. So we salute you, appreciate you from wherever you are in the world. Thank you. Keep rocking with us. And until next time, peace. Peace. peace.